0: Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we break down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. I'm Jack Perry, and with me tonight is, uh, well, with every night is Brian Lockhart. This week, we are breaking down minute number 43 of Clint Eastwood's movie, Heartbreak Ridge. Um, The opening minute has Gunny Highway talking to to his lieutenant, and the end of the minute is uh, the obligatory military obstacle course. Anyway, so uh, hope everything's been good for you, Billy. It's going so. uh,
1: Go Go ahead. ahead. No,
0: Uh, no, no, man. I I had nothing. uh, I had nothing uh, uh, substantial to say.
1: (laughs) No, me neither. Good thing we have a podcast.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, we pick back up on minute forty-three from because minute forty-two ended with Gunny speaking with Tenant Ring previously he asked gunny asked if he could freelance the men and there was nothing on the training schedule so he said he he could and he said oh i could join you and gunny deflected and said <laughs> no sure you're busy of course this is when our minute picks up when he said "Yeah, actually yeah he's quite busy because he's he's preparing a paper on tactics tactics and strategy for the war club seminar next week and he's like fascinating stuff <laughs> <laughs> but when he does that he picks up a thumbtack he's Kind of, kind of giddy, explaining to Gunny this what he's working on. Yeah, and he absentmindedly pricks himself with a pin or a tack or something like that, and goes, "Ow!" Yeah, (laughs) the whole time Gunny's face is just like, "Holy shit! Look at this clown!" (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But because this is a superior officer and he's not trying, he's actually asking to do something outside the norm. So he's not trying to shit all over him. So he's, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of humoring him and keeping his comments to himself, as you can see.
0: <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, I don't know, man. I, we kind of all know how the end of the movie goes I mean, was, as many times as we've seen it. However, out of all the officers so far, Lieutenant Ring is one of the ones that I kind of like. He's he's one of those that he means well. He just doesn't know any better,
1: <laughs> you know. Right. He said, "You know, major powers told you or not, but I was the commanding officer of my ROT, ROTC detachment in college." Yeah. And, uh, and he's very pleased with himself when he when he's saying that. And, and yeah. He God, he's thinking about how to answer that. He goes, "Well, <laughs> I'll sleep better at night, sir, just knowing that." And he's <laughs> so pleased, he kind of perks up, and he's like. Thank you. Like that meant so much to. Him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got, he's him. <laughs> yeah. he's just him. Yeah, yeah. What school did you go to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Heartbreak Ridge. <laughs> Heartbreak Ridge. That. Yep. You know, I think that's the first. Of course, we get the. That's the name drop of the movie. Right. I think that's the first real um, mention. Mention. Yeah, because the only thing they mentioned previously was that he was in. For 24 and some change, and we just did the math based on the time frame that right. how that could have put him there. But also, Sergeant Major Chuzu said he had a tour in you know Korea, but no no specifics. No, this is the first specific mention of something that he was a part of.
0: Right, which apparently was a big enough deal that it, it, Gunny seems to believe that that was his school. <laughs> His, oh yeah, his, his big time learning lesson.
1: We will get into details about the battle. We've already discussed it kind of when we looked at the opening credits. Right. When, when they had the Korean War footage. But, you know, we might get into, you know, either reiterate some of that or get more details. Hopefully we'll have some more research about that when we get deeper into the movie. Because this is only the first mention of it. We will learn more about that battle. Yes. And, and, and Gunny's uh, exploits in that. Yep. But just offhand, you know, Heartbreak Ridge was a real battle in Korea. As we stated, that was predominantly, or it was an army campaign. Uh, but it, I found it's also known as the Battle of Wen, Wendigali. Um, and it's near Chiron, just north of the 38th parallel in Korea. So I didn't know if that was like, it was, it was unclear if that battle was also known as you know, Wendigan Gal- Ali or whatever, because of, that's what the Chinese called it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like from their perspective, they don't call it Heartbreak Ridge. No. So I'm going to be curious if we find anything more about that for later minutes, but I just thought it yeah. was interesting. Yeah, you
0: well, know, it's kind of funny, too. I mean, when you think about, uh, you know, World War One wasn't really called World War One until
1: after. No, no, they totally knew there was going to be a sequel, so they... Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We got to... This is the first of many... <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that they they were totally. It was like world building, kind of like when, you know, the new franchise movies have to set mm-hmm. up the, the sequel.
0: Yep, yeah, but you know there's another one coming because yeah, they yeah. just left it on a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, like Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part One and Part Two. Uh, yeah. Hunger, Hunger Games. Uh,
0: yeah. World War One, World War Two, World War
1: Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, 'cause you know when when they first they were testing the war to end all wars. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that was, that was, that was too finite. There wasn't any real franchise opportunities there. So these, yeah,
0: we can, we can, yeah, we can, uh, the licensing rights alone will make you rich beyond your wildest dreams.
1: Right. And not to, <laughs> 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 the mortgages nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in that home. Um, <laughs> well, you know, and not to make light of it, but. You know, the Korean War is almost kind of like solo the Star Wars story of the Star Wars universe It's kind of the forgotten, yeah. Um, you know, franchise war. To, <laughs> it's like yeah. they try, they try to try expand into something different. Nobody really went for it. You know, yeah. Uh, nobody remembers it, which,
0: which is a shame too.
1: Yeah, it is. It's what well, it is called the forgotten war in all seriousness. But again, more on that later if if we choose to speak about it. Yep. I had a question, though, about I wonder what this war club seminar that, that he's going to. Is this something outside of base? Is this something on base that just some of the officers do?
0: I don't know, man. That's kind of like that officer voodoo shit where they get together and read books. Yeah. It's probably something like that where they get in there and, you know, dress up all pretty.
1: Yeah, like Oprah's Book Club and, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. They go in there and there's some dude in a smoking jacket, you know, reading like, you know, excerpts from like like Art of War. And then they just sit around and, and discuss, you know, tactics. I, I don't know, man. Uh, we had working parties.
1: <laughs> <Is that right?
0: laughs> yeah, We had to go pick up trash and shit.
1: Well, I did find an article. Of, it's called War on the Rocks. And it's Welcome to the Fight Club, Wargaming of the uh, Future. And it's, um, you know, they talk about calling it Fight Club. And it's basically... The U.S. Marine Corps, in partnership with networks that includes the U.S. Army and multiple agencies in the DOD, they've cre- uh, created a place where top officers go to fight each other and not physically. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> exactly. That would be great. <laughs> and uh, test how emerging technologies alter warfighting. Uh, there are winners or losers. And most importantly, this initiative, dubbed Fight Club, allows participants to talk openly, improvise. It doesn't say adapt and overcome. But, Hmm. uh, you know, improvise, identify new concepts and capabilities, requirements and hone their operational judgment. So there is like this. I mean, obviously, there is a big push to do war games, basically. And uh, I mean, obviously, I think something that they're they're referring to is on a much smaller scale. Yeah. It's kind of hard to go. What what do you think Lieutenant Ring meant in this? And then Google it. So, you know, this is something yeah. I came across from from just last year, and I just thought it was interesting. So I'll just i just figured I'd mention it.
0: Well, that's kind of interesting, too, that when you think about, you know, like I imagine some of that could probably be like taking off-the-shelf components and then building weapons out of them and then countering. Like how would you counter somebody doing this, like making a, a, a little drone uh, an explosive device Yeah. and then, and then trying to counter all of that with, you know, like, the same kind of logic. Like how would you put this together? Like you're not going to be able to stop it. So how, how would you, how would you counter it? Or how would, you know, how would you deal with it in theater? Well, without
1: getting too d- deep into the argue, um, uh, the article, the argument, the ar- uh, article, I was, I I kind of speculate there'll be a lot of um using computer strategy, almost like a command and conquer type thing. Oh,
0: like, okay. Yeah.
1: You know, like, like, all right, if let's say so-and-so invades this country, what do we do? You know, like like that. Gotcha. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of operational manual type stuff or um, simulations. That's what I'm trying to say. Like battle yeah. simulations. I could see a lot of that using using modern technologies, or also looking at how modern technologies might affect fighting as far as cyber attacks. Yeah. Just more mm-hmm. taking out infrastructure, but in like in a technological way and not in a bombing type of way. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I Just this interesting. One, one other thing um, that Lieutenant Ring mentioned was being part of ROTC, and I was, I was a little interested in, you know, what ROTC is. Um, so, you know, ROTC for those who are not aware is a Reserve Officer Training Corps. It's a college program offered at more than 1,700 colleges and universities across the United States, and it prepares young adults to become officers in the U.S. military. In exchange for paid college education and a guaranteed post-college career, participants or cadets commit to serve in the military after graduation. Each service branch has its own version of ROTC. The Marines are kind of attached to the Navy being a Department of the Navy. So they have their their own ROTC, but it kind of falls under the Naval ROTC. I think the Marines are limited even to 36, I think it said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, More a much smaller organization, too.
1: Correct. Yeah, it's definitely 36. So, you know, it basically just said, aspiring Marine Corps officers can also participate in Navy ROTC. The ROTC academic curriculum for a Marine Corps option student requires class in national security pol- policy and the history of American military affairs in addition to the regular academic requirements for the student's degree. So they they just do things a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I was just, you know, a little curious about the Marines. Um, You must be a U.S. citizen, 17 years old, but you can't be older than 23. Uh, You have to meet all the Marine Corps physical requirements and obtain a basic SAT combined score of 1,000 or 22 composite score on the ACT. And then um, recipients of the scholarship will be able to fully experience everything college. What we challenge you to earn. Tuition to one of the approved NROTC colleges and universities in 36 states. So yeah, for the Marine Corps options narrowed down to 36. Spend your first two summers learning about Navy and the United States Marine Corps, and the privilege to spend spend your third summer attending Officer Candidate School in Quantico, Virginia. <laughs> it sounds like um, sounds well, like it, fun. It's boot camp, motherfucker. Right, right. <laughs> it's officer boot camp.
0: Yeah, yeah. you're going. You're going. <laughs> you're oh oh shit yeah oh yeah I mean, this sounds like fun like this, this is like a like a a, a a one of those those european study over abroad trips no no not really
1: <laughs> what do you about uh, like a 10 to 12 week program where i can yeah. out of <laughs> fight
0: machine <laughs> like, yeah no no you know
1: you're gonna get yelled at by some fucking pissed off steps in step into <laughs> this is just funny about this because you know i looked it was under like marines.com or whatever and it was like almost like a recruiting option so it yeah. sounds like this does sound like a brochure you would send your kid to college you, would, yeah. you know oh look at it, look we got all the opportunities yeah. here and
0: yeah and they're gonna pay for your school yeah well these days though man it wouldn't be such a bad idea you know because it's as expensive as tuition and shit is yeah yeah
1: well that's i mean that's why some people join you know yeah or if you have, ever, you know, it's, it's also not a bad, yeah, you know, like you said, it's not a bad way to get through college. Some yeah. people go the enlisted route and then in hopes to get the GI Bill or the, um, at the very least, the college fund. Well, the GI Bill, then maybe the college fund even, and, and use it afterwards. These guys, yeah. you know, want to go in as, you know, officers and, you know, you get your college paid for up front.
0: Right. So we were cryptologists. We, by all, by all measures, we were the smart Marines. I left college to go in the Marine Corps
1: and never went back. (laughs) Crayon eater the whole way. Yeah, I saw saw some stat one time that they said that like in order for to get to do the job that we did, our abs our ASVAB score was like higher than like at least ninety percent, if not higher than your average Marine. And I was like, holy shit! You look at what dummies that are we work with. (laughs) Yeah, no, including (laughs) us. Yeah. And like, what does that say for the rest of us? Yeah, Ooh. there's a reason why we are known to eat crayons. You know? oh, but we are fun at a party. I as as far as the minute before we leave the Lieutenant Ring's office and Gunny's facial expressions. Uh, yeah, yeah. He did. Did you notice he he snarls his lips at one point? He does like yeah. a lip curl after Lieutenant Ring tricks his finger. He just like what. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah,
0: completely unimpressed. Yeah, but he's yeah. He's, high,
1: he's he's barely able to contain. <laughs> but there's a couple things about Lieutenant Ring. I notice he's wearing his class ring because it's yep. on his right hand, and he's also, I think he does have silver bars and not gold, so I do think he's a first lieutenant. Yeah, you are correct, sir. Although he does play more, he acts like more of a boot. Like he, he it would have made more sense the way they're having him act. Yeah, He be a, a, just fresh out of officer candidate school, and this is his first duty station.
0: But oh, if I'm not mistaken, it actually would be his first duty station. So every every Marine officer coming out of OCS has to spend their first tour under uh, uh, as a infantry officer. So this would have been his first. This would have been his first like post school mm. um, duty station, or his first his first gig. No, no matter what his MOS is, this would have been the first thing that he would have gotten stuck doing.
1: Interesting. I wasn't aware of that.
0: Yeah. I, I dabbled with wanting to go to become an officer for a little while, I think. A long time
1: ago. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been interesting. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> that would have been bad. Or well, you could just say, yes, sir, no, sir, fuck you, sir, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yes, no, fuck me. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I do wonder what college uh, lieutenant ring went to. Not that it matters, because he's got he's got his own. Unless that's his OCS ring, you know, that could be. Because because I ha- I mean I got a you know I didn't I didn't get a high school class ring. I got a boot camp graduation ring that I still have. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I still have it. Spoiler alert: doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it still.
0: Oh shit, man! I never. I, I'm trying to remember: did I actually get one or not?
1: Yeah, I got all the boo shit, dude.
0: I may I don't remember if I did or not. I've had so many things over the years. I know I had a class ring and that that disappeared yeah. many years ago. But uh I don't remember if I did or I I think I may have had a ring, but I don't remember if it was a boot camp ring or not. And hmm. it,
1: it also disappeared. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah. Back to nobody cares. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So again before we leave I noticed we we actually when we were reviewing the minute you could hear a lot of trucks pulling away and st- like the engines starting up and pulling away while these two are talking.
0: Yeah, and you hear like uh like uh not really yelling, but you see you hear some like other noise in the background like some activity. So I wondered if this might have been like some soundtrack for uh like his his guys getting loaded up on a damn Five ton to go out someplace to do this training.
1: Well, it is possible. I mean, first off, it's very possible that the the base still was operating, and yeah, they were like what a, f- a five ton drove off and yep. uh, you know, or whatever vehicle it was at the time, and uh, you know, somebody's yelling at their men to form up or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: When, when we hear the when we hear the like the yelling, I I actually think that's part of the soundtrack for, for uh, as a tra- transition to the next scene. Uh as Gunny turns back and says "Heartbreak Ridge," and you know, Lieutenant Ring is confused and said, hmm, "Heartbreak Ridge? I've never heard of that college. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that school?" It fades from that, from him going back to his work to the. To this it, This looks like the part of the confidence course and not the obstacle course.
0: So, man, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you. So when I was in, it was right before the crucible. We were, we helped kind of build the crucible. I don't think I ever actually saw an
1: O course at Pendleton. Uh, they have it because I found a video of it. On oh, YouTube. okay. Yeah, I specifically wanted to see the obstacle course at Pendleton, and they showed a guy going through it. But it doesn't look like this one. This actually doesn't look like the confidence course or the obstacle course. Not the the you know the traditional what you think of is either one. It could right. have been part of it. Um, and yeah, this is obviously before the Crucible was you know ever even imagined i I looked up a video of the obstacle course and i mean there's a lot of similarities but this you know remember this is a a grunt unit you know infantry they could have extra stuff that they're doing
0: yeah it's there's a lot of land there on that base
1: (laughs) yeah so i mean there's that but it's what is it monkey bars so so what do you see as you know as we're going through it uh let's just go back as soon as the scene starts with the the men on the this is called the obstacle course for now. Right. It it is not the official obstacle course. Um you see Marines waiting and they jump over a bar- a barrier, they jump mm-hmm. over a ditch.
0: Yep. Some logs.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're, that's exactly it. They're running over some logs that are that are car- over a ditch and mm-hmm. then you see some monkey bars. And I can't remember, do we call them something different than monkey bars?
0: mm-mm No.
1: I didn't think so, but I was like, um, probably had some stupid name for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you see Lance Coppola, forget going across the monkey bars and then he goes across another set of, uh, raised logs where he almost falls. And he kind of like, he kind of uses all four of his, ex- um, appendages to, mm-hmm. to, to, to keep going. And then we, we see Stitch Jones and Quinones uh, jumping over the parallel bars. You yep. so know, they're kinda of, they're just logs, they're kinda of like parallel bars and, and as Stitch, you know, is going over, he's right next to Gunny and he's keeping like a watchful eye on him. Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh you know, cut back to a quick bit of more log running and we see Stitch Jones uh trying to attempt a rope swing over the like a small water barrier. Yeah. Just falls directly into the pit. And
0: <laughs> Yeah, he falls. Which what I find funny is that Southern California is a pretty dry place. The fact that this pit has any water in it at all is suspect (laughs) well i wonder if
1: they were trying to do more of a north carolina thing because like i was comparing some videos uh uh, the confidence course in paris island versus um camp pendleton yeah and uh, you know i was i was watching recruits fall into the water on one of the what do they call it like the slide for life or something oh yeah so in in paris island they had water that you could fall into And it was, it was fenced off and they, they told us it was the reason that fence was there because if you fall in it, you might get killed by an alligator. (laughs) If it wasn't for that fence, whether or not that's true, probably is. It probably could be. (laughs) Yeah. So, but then I was watching a video of uh, showing how the recruits would do the confidence course slide for life in Pendleton. And there was no water anywhere. They had a, um, a rope safety net underneath, you know, uh, and they showed one of the DIs how the correct way to fall if you were going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, this could be a little bit of business. But when Stitch lands in the water, he just, he literally he lays, lays there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes in and pulls him up and just by his coattail there, you know, his collar just walks him out.
0: Get your ass out of this water.
1: <laughs> now, you you made a comment offline about um their haircuts being long still.
0: Yeah, yeah, Stitch didn't look like he got his haircut like he was supposed to. Actually, none of them really do look like they got their actual haircut, not during this
1: scene anyway. That's correct. Uh, I was going to note that I had a, that was one of my notes and questions for you is do you think this is the same day from last minute when it was 5 p.m. at night, but it was supposed to be like 9 a.m.?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That is a very good question. It sounds like this might actually be the
1: same day. Yeah, because, I mean, the timeline could work. He had them fall out in the morning. Right. He ran them. Who knows what they, I mean, clearly they must have come back, because they were in PT gear then. They come back, they get, he tells, probably tells them to get changed, go to chow, whatever. Right. Who knows, you know. And then he went to Lieutenant Ring and asked for, to freelance them and cut to, this is what they're doing for the day. Now they're in cam, you know, and they're in camis, you know. Yeah. So it could be the same day because they all have the long haircut still.
0: Yep. You know, one of the things that I'm noticing, too, and I'm not sure if it's because they're doing the O courses, mm-hmm. but uh, they're doing it all in, in camis, which is which is cool. We did ours in camis. I don't remember if we wore our blouses or not. But you notice how they're going between sleeves up and sleeves down? Like, that's kind of a no-no. Um, I wonder if it's because of this.
1: I don't see anybody with sleeves up
0: no but but they're all sleeves up in lieutenant ring's office
1: ah that's a good point that's a good point now there has been times like when you go to the um what is, what is that place called
0: the gas chamber
1: the gas chamber where you keep your sleeves <laughs> down even though it's sleeves yeah. up yeah you, know, you, you know what that's a good that's a good catch from one scene to the next they my guess is that's just a continuity error they're outside it might have even been a little cold and yeah. so they're, you know, this is what the uniforms were at the time, but yeah, everybody know, you know, cause, um, uh, major, Ch- sorry, major Chuzu and major powers both had their sleeves rolled up in the later scenes.
0: Yeah. Which is usually earlier. done during the summer months.
1: Yeah. And well, and actually that's another thing. This is, we know this is July. I, I'm guessing they just made a choice. I, I don't remember when they filmed this. It could have been early in the year. And, yeah. It was just like all right this is sleeves down time so all the marines in the background running through it have sleeves down yeah but for movie purposes it sleeves up who knows yeah the other thing is when we did a lot of the confidence course i don't really recall ever wearing your cami blouse usually you took your blouse off and just yep. had you, you, i don't recall having a cover no cover and usually no blouse now yeah. again if this is a colder time of the year they might have had them keep it on or sweatshirts do you have much else for this minute?
0: No, no, and no, no. no. I think uh, I think we beat this one to death.
1: Because really, the the end of the confidence course is really pretty much the end of the minute. Yeah, because yeah, going into the next minute, it's not even half a second we see. It. So it's basically this minute ends and we start a new scene next minute. Cool. What college did you go to, Perry?
0: Texas State Technical Institute for Graphic Arts.
1: Funny, I never heard of that college.
0: Neither did most people. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) I should've known where you were going with this. (laughs) Somebody wasn't paying attention.
1: (laughs) All right. Well let's try everybody come back for minute forty four on Wednesday.